Well then, here we are now with some additional comments for the closing of this series. What happens when I? It was only a few moments ago or a while ago that I recorded that last episode, What Happens When I Fall in Love. So I'm feeling a bit soft. I'm feeling a bit quiet at the moment. And part of me thinks maybe talking isn't the best thing to be doing, but I feel okay. And maybe if you've just listened to that episode, you feel like you just want to stay in that space if it's put you into a space and really well that's the importance of the 10 minutes of silence at the end of each of these episodes in this series it's very important that you leave that on and you just remain in silence and it doesn't have to be a deep meditative silence. You can still, well, well, ideally you want to say, stay still with your eyes closed. But if you want to keep doing what you're doing, then that's okay. But just have some silence and don't put something else on. Don't look at your screen. Don't look at your computer. Don't check your phone. Just stay with the space. Because what's important about these awareness technique demonstrations, such as we've done in this series, is your reaction. And if you've listened to this whole series and you've done the 10 minutes silence, then you would have got a really good picture of a wide range of qualities of silence. You would have got differences in what it means to be silent because of what preceded it. And that's the important lesson. So, if you have also, I'll mention that if you have listened to this whole series, please send me an email. My email is andrewlakepodcast at gmail.com. And my name is Dosta, so write hello Dosta or dearly beloved Dosta. So I know that it's from you. And of course also say who it's from. And I can't guarantee I'll reply. So don't hold your breath for a reply at all. But just know that I would be very grateful to hear from you. I'd love to hear whatever you feel, whatever you think, whatever your experiences were for coming up, going through this series with me. And you've seen a lot of me. In a way, you know me very well now. In a way, there are sides of me that, well, only you know, because I wouldn't talk this way normally in person. <laughs> we have an intimate relationship now. In a manner of speaking, I know I, I know I sometimes say intimate relationship as a euphemism for <laughs> a sexual relationship. That's not what I mean. <laughs> I 
I just mean that you know me in a very personal way. And, well, what are my reflections? Well, every episode felt very different. They were all so different. It was just like a totally different part of my being. And some of them were deeper than others. Some of them got into different parts of me. Some of them had different ideas or different responses, different reactions. Some of them were really hard. Some of them were really easy. So there was ups and downs all over the place. And how is it for you? Like, how would you go with answering these questions? Like, what happens when you speak the truth? What happens when you appreciate nature? What happens when you meet a girl? And so on. Are they hard for you to answer? Is it easy for you to answer? Could you talk for a long time about it? And some of them really put me in a different state. Like, I could actually feel my my thoughts just buzzing out like peeking out and I could feel the looming unknown just coming into my being. And for some of them, particularly in the, in the first few episodes, in the first few and the last few, I could really start to sense that everything is out of control and I don't know what's happening or what's going to come out of my mouth next. Because really, and the ultimate insight is that you can't know what happens. You can't say what happens. What happens is an impossible question. And the more I tried to do that, the more I forced myself over and over to do that, the more sincerely I did it, the more I got in touch with that experientially, not just mentally. So have a go. Use these as contemplation devices. What happens when I think? And you just say to yourself over and over again, what happens when I think? What happens when I think? And you try not to repeat yourself and you try and be honest and you just keep digging. And I also became aware of the teacher's mode as opposed to describing experientially what's happening or personally. And I think if you were listening, you would have been able to hear that in some episodes more than others. But the thing of how close is the subject to you, how close to home are the words becomes clear because some words come out and it's like an explanation of an abstract theory which I read about in a book and then other moments they're brand new words which are completely raw and completely right in the moment and really just express deeply all that's happening and it's completely personal. And there's a range between those two extremes, everywhere in between. So that was another lesson that came up by just going over it again and again. And then there's also funny versions, like you could, like the choice of questions also says something about me. 
it says something about my focus. So it's like we've focused on multiple parts of me, but even that as a collection of questions says something about me. Like we, we can do it again. We can say, oh, what happens when you do a poo? What happens when you get stuck with your mother-in-law for the weekend? And what happens when you lock your keys out of your car? <laughs> oh, that's a bad one. I hate it when I do that. I haven't done it in years, but it has happened to me. Of course, I've always driven such cheap cars that it's not easy to to get them out. What happens when you fart in class? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> so there's always a sense of humor. There's always a way to do this in a funny way. And another idea I had was actually, I mean, we won't do this right away, but maybe sometime, maybe sometime in the future, we'll do what happens when I volume two and we'll do another 12 questions. And for that, I'll just drop my book. Let me pick up my book. For that, I've got this idea, which is I'll do a reversal of all the questions we did this series. So check this out. Like, can you, can you see what the reverse of all the questions are that we did for this series? Let me tell you what I've come up with and see if you can see how it's a reversal. Because remember, a dichotomy, not all dichotomies are exact. Like up and down, that's an exact opposite. But not all opposites are such as that. So, number one, what happens when I speak the truth becomes what happens when I hear the truth. Number one, what happens when I appreciate nature becomes what happens when I appreciate humanity. Oh, that would be a tough one. That would be a big one. Can you appreciate humanity? Can you appreciate the human condition? Can you appreciate what humans have done? Oh, that is some big stuff in there. Number three, what happens when I meet a girl? What happens when I leave a girl? Well, you could say the opposite of meeting a girl is meeting a boy. <laughs> what happens when I meet a boy? Well, I've decided maybe what happens when I leave a girl could have some... That one, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Like, that one was probably the least... It's probably the shallowest one out of all of them. But also, I understand that that's part of it. Like, every part of my being is part of the game or part of reality. So, I'm, I was doing, I put that question in there to sort of have a wide variety. Number four, what happens when I let go of the past becomes what happens when I cling to the past. And that one I sort of did actually address in that one. Because some of these questions are reversed in a funny sort of way during the process. Number five, what happens when I care for others? What happens when I have others care for me? That would be a tough one, I think. And you could say, well, what's the opposite of 
care for others is what happens when I don't care for others. Well, that's pretty interesting as well. Number six, what happens when I face the shadows? Becomes what happens when I deny the shadows or forget the shadows. Number seven, what happens when I go into isolation and silence? What happens when I come out of isolation and silence? I think I did talk about that a little bit as well. Number eight, what happens when I remember where I came from becomes... What happens when I consider where I'm going? Hmm. Future self contemplating. Number nine, what happens when I think? Becomes, what happens when I stop thinking? Number ten, what happens when I listen to music? Becomes, well, for this one I put, what happens when I look at art? Because I thought listening, music is hearing, and then art, sight is seeing. But I could have also said, what happens when I play music? I mean, what's the, what's the opposite of listening to music? Listening to silence? That's sort of like number seven. What happens when I go into isolation and silence? Number 11, what happens when I become a child again? Becomes, what happens when I become an adult again? Hmm. I wonder when it was that I became an adult. I wonder if it will happen again. (laughs) And number 12, what happens when I fall in love becomes what happens when I rise in love. So that's just some ideas. And it's really endless. And part of me thinks I I should have called this series What Happens When and left out the I. And that's okay. I mean, I'm okay that we went off, we we kept the I in there. It's just the ego-driven thing. It's the, well, it's not not an ego-driven thing. It's like... It's just a slightly different angle because the I brings it back to the personal. And you can say, well, that's just strengthening your ego. And in a sense, in some ways, yeah, they do strengthen the ego. But in another way, uh, my experience of saying these koans was it actually weakens the ego. It undermines it. So when you say, what happens when I... Well, that's who you're going after. You're going after yourself. You're inquiring into yourself. And the self, well, self and ego is sometimes interchangeable. In this conversation, they are interchangeable. And in other conversations, we've differentiated them. And also, like I mentioned in the intro, you and I are interchangeable in this series. Because when I say you... I'm talking to the man in the mirror because the mirror is a prop. And when I say you, I can say, well, it happens to you. It happens to you. Because I can assume if it happens to me, it happens to everyone else. That's the only difference. And I explain that in the intro. So for this series, for this awareness technique process, I and you are interchangeable. And I could have called it I could have called the whole series, What Happens When You? And just had that as my starting point. 
But I think the I is, I think what happens when I really forces it back to the personal. So it works best that way. So in a nutshell, this is all just self-knowledge, which is self-found. And it's a component of awareness. It's a component of existence. It's a process and really just crazy things happened in other parts of my day when I was doing this. And I was doing, well, I was doing a lot of meditation. I was basically in silence for this whole series, not talking to anyone, not using the internet, just sometimes just sitting and meditating. I was reading a little bit. I was reading a bit of this book. And I was doing other little creative things as well, but a lot of time was spent in silence. So some really, really personal Hard, impossible to put into words, experiences were happening throughout the process. And, well, now I feel also that now that I've said these things, I can use them, but also some of them I don't need to use. I don't need to say again. Because there were things that I said which didn't sit quite right and also caused a certain shift. Because when I say something, it's like, a problem that is intangible, a little bit hard to understand, you can't quite see it, and then you articulate words to it, and you go, ah, that makes sense now, I understand the words, and the words are tangible and real and solid, well, then the problem becomes tangible, real and solid, and then you can deal with it. And sometimes that's all you need. Sometimes that's enough for it, to get rid of the problem. So there were instances of that. So it's definitely a vast knowledge and self-earned and it proves that the only way to gain self-knowledge is to do it yourself, to find it yourself. It's a very particular version of knowledge. If there are, if there are versions of knowledges, categories of knowledges, are there multiple knowledges as there are multiple intelligences? <laughs> multiple intelligences theory becomes multiple knowledges theory. Somehow I think that's too much of a tongue twister. But understand that the things that I said, you couldn't say them for yourself. You can't start using these things. The only thing you can learn from this is seeing my mistakes and seeing my contradictions and seeing how I fumble around with getting them out, and you say, oh, so this is how you sort of process them through. Like if you said, if someone comes up to you and says, oh, what happens when you hear the truth? And you can't be walking around saying to yourself, oh, when I, when I speak the truth, this happens, because Dosta said so. Because I have those words of some guy on some podcast bouncing around in my head. That's not self-knowledge. You're missing the point if you're doing that. So don't fall for that. Don't use this. Don't use anything that you've heard here. You can use it, well, I mean, there's another side of me that's thinking, well, there's there's certain phases to independence. And if you're in the knowledge phase, well, then you do need to use it structurally. You can use it for cognitive building processes. And, well, 
it's hard to say how to use any of this really anyway. So may, maybe that should be my <laughs> that that should be my sign off is use at your own risk. <laughs> I don't know what this will do if you use it. So don't blame me. <laughs> maybe that's a better way to to say what to do with this. So yeah. I had a ball. Thank you so much for listening. And what else can I say? I mean, that's pretty much everything in my notebook so far. Teacher's mode. Only fools try to explain what's happening. Funny version. Self-knowledge. Different state. Thoughts going a hundred times faster than speaking. Yeah. I brought that up in one of the episodes. And my impression is that well now you can now you can see that i'm only human <laughs> you've seen a lot of my flaws if you've listened to this so there's definitely nothing special about dosta and yet also there are moments of brilliance and somehow that's a funny paradox which is that there, there's the ugly in there as well as the beauty. And, and you know, someone might say, well, why don't you just edit these and cut out the, cut out the ugly stuff and you just have the beautiful stuff. And that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. And that's not how it works. Because it's process. It's natural. All of these are completely unedited. You get exactly what I said in real time. And maybe maybe that's a call that I need to start doing live podcasts. That should be a uh, thing that I should look into. Because I know it on the platform that I'm using at the moment, it is a possibility. Uh, that's just some thoughts. So, well, the end of a series. It always feels like... Oh, something like something big has been completed at the end of a series. <laughs> I wonder what it's like to listen to. And well, it's a rare opportunity for me to just do some babbling and just to talk in a more lighthearted way and to just just talk about anything and just say a few things about what's coming up. So what's coming up? Heavy shit. <laughs> there is some really heavy stuff coming up. And I know I've been saying this for some time and and it's been coming like there's some there's some heavy stuff coming out already. Yeah. There's quite a few episodes that have some that are high density information, highly valuable information, very rare information. There's some big stuff and yet the the biggest stuff is still to come. There's still more to come. And we continue in the same style of we basically at this stage have two categories of series, which is there's a series on a book or an author, and then there's a series which is demonstrative awareness technique. So the other series that are demonstrative awareness techniques are speaking in tongues, where I did the gibberish technique, and then there's is speaking to the nameless 
And then that's all so far, I think. And then the book series that we've done is we've done Harry Potter. We've done 1984. We've also done Dorian Gray, but that was one one book, not one episode, not a series. And also Rebecca Solnit. And we did some on David Foster Wallace. And... Well, well, they were long episodes, so that's why we started putting book series into series. So, yeah, the next one I think will be, I mean, so far we've been going like one book series and then a couple of miscellaneous episodes. I mean, that's the third category. There's, there's miscellaneous episodes where they're just sort of one-off and that might be a meditation technique or a story or an insight or a philosophy or a psychology map or whatever. They're they're always miscellaneous or something on sex. Like there's all these different subjects that can't really be categorized into series. So, and there's also the series Learning to Breathe. That's another one. But that's not really a book or a technique. That's, it's not a, it's not a demonstrative technique. It's, the theory behind breathing techniques. So there'll be more series and really heavy stuff. The the most brutal self-talk awareness technique is yet to come and it's going to be big. It's going to be something truly just... I'm actually quite nervous about it. It's actually going to be a very powerful method so that's still to come and the next book that we do well i won't say what it is but it will also be something very intense yeah we're here to get deep we're here to be profound we're here to find the rock bottom we're here to fly find the highest heights to fly to the highest heights but not without a sense of playfulness not without checking our seriousness every now and then so keep smiling have a beautiful day and that's all i have to say for now